When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. There we go. From Hollywood, California, at Meltdown Comics, Harmontown is now in session. Spencer Crittenden. And the mayor of Harmontown, Dan Harmon. Thank you. All right. Well, we got a lot of show tonight. Not a lot of good show. I don't know that. I'm just saying we got a lot of guests and things. Uh, uh, I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't I'm not saying. Oh, it's going to be a great show. I don't want to make promises like that. But sometimes I say it's going to be a bad show, and then sometimes you feel like that's a good show. Who cares? You don't know. There's a big portion of our, our audience who hates when we have guests. Oh, really? Yeah. Or what are they called? The uh, the Tories or the Whigs? <laughs> uh, bull Moosers. Do you, do you, do you, do you, do you, do you, is you basing this on talking to them at karaoke after the show, or are you basing this on Reddit? Are you a Reddit lurker? I'm not a Reddit lurker. Okay. So some, people just... like, some, some people say to me, oh, I love it when you have guests. Some people say, I hate when you have guests. I like it when it's just you, Dan, and Spencer. Yeah. I mean, you know, and sometimes if we don't have guests, it's a bad show because I'm like, I don't have anything to, to talk about and I'm sluggish. Sometimes if we do have guests, it's a good show because we do have guests. Right. Sometimes if we don't have guests, it's a good show in spite of having no guests. Yeah, you can live by the guests and die by the guests. Yeah. I mean, who knows? Sometimes people come up and, and we get to know them and sometimes they're a big dud. Sometimes they're... <laughs> so people, sometimes the people in the live venue... Sorry, that was probably vodka, not spit. But... Uh, <laughs> Sometimes people in the live venue enjoy the people that come up, and people that are listening at home are like, "Fuck that guy, I hate him." Or, uh, but uh, let's let's well let's spend this uh, let's spend this personal time before we bring out our guests uh, uh, wisely. I want to ask you a couple questions. Um, hmm. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you became kind of Bruce Willis there. There's a, okay, so does anybody know anything about pee? The uh, the when it when it when it uh, like a pee coming out of a penis, a human, a male penis, the it that that uh, that twist at the right right by the, the is that because I'm imagining I'm not a physicist, but that's because it's shooting out at a high velocity in the floor, in the shape of a wall. Like a vertical wall, and then gravity is doing its thing, and it's like leveling out, and it's also at the same time like then coalescing into a cylinder of, of pee. I think there's kind of two streams that strike each other, and their <laughs> combined force kind of sends them in a spiral around each other until they land. Or right. like one of those uh, water fountains sometimes do it, where there's two separate holes, and they kind of strike each other. I assume it's to get more, uh, you know, distance out of it. 
Hello, Spencer. How are you tonight? <laughs> well, I, are you saying that it's like the Coriolis effect? Like the like the pee? It's, absolu- it's absolutely the Coriolis effect. <laughs> that people in action. That people's pee, men's pee out of their penises south of the equator <laughs> s- spirals the other way because of the the, the, the the rotation of the Earth? Yeah, when we were in Australia, it was like that. Would you, you, when you guys... Uh, now, ladies, forgive us for a moment. Uh, when you guys uh, uh, have the comings, you know, when you... When you... When you, uh, when you, when you ejaculate, uh, you, when, you make, when you make your, your leavings... Um, <laughs> And then if you, and then if you, let's say it's a hot summer day, and and you're already tired, oh. and 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 so you, and so you just kind of like you don't you don't you don't do any self care. You just sort of drift off to sleep, which I, which I which I did once in my twenties when I was living in uh, in Koreatown, and I, I I I really I just value my candor. No, don't value it. Hate me. I, but but I remember I was like 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 this is a sad chapter of my life. It was like so fucking hot, and I lived in this like little two foot closet in our house in Koreatown, and I and I masturbated, and I just passed out on my bare mattress, and I had I had I had masturbated onto like a piece of newspaper, <laughs> and and I and I just put it over onto the side of my bed, and I just I just drifted into a semi blissful, semi chronically depressed, sad like when do I have to move back to Milwaukee sleep, and I woke up and there was just this like carpet of ants just like. <laughs> And it, it just it just it made me feel like I was in an Irish poem or something about like 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 that 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 ho, ho, hose, ho, hoser song or whatever about like when after the insects have made their claim after the raven has wet his beak I'll be home with you I'll be home with you now I was just listening to Skull Juice with uh, Dino Stamatopoulos yeah they're and talking Andy about Dick. that they talk about the fact I did not know this. That if you leave your jizz rag out, that the ants will come, and that you just you're, you're, right. you're like I, I did not know that ants love uh, come. Well, it yeah. seems I think the ants that we get a lot are like piss ants, right? They love bathroom stuff. They they eat piss. They drink piss. They're a lot like Donald Trump in that way. Imagine being an ant. <laughs> What a life, the ant's life. You know, it's like, like, like that's what we really have to ask ourselves. Like, like, what are we, what are we shooting for? No pun intended. Like, what are we, what we, we, we as primates are shooting for the ants, and the ants are there to to, to gather it all and take it, take take every uh, 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 protein charged flake back to their brood. Um, but, and, so, and they've been here since before the dinosaurs, and and so in some some respects we were tempted to say, oh, the ants have won. They've won. They it's their planet, right? Because they're not going to go anywhere, and and then. We're gonna come and go, but we're gonna come and then we're gonna go. But 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 but, but like comings but, and leavings. Uh, I, the 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 but 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 there, what, what kind of life is that? That's not a life. I'd rather be a, a super intelligent monkey that just like rises up and spits in God's That's eye. That's a good and, point. Yeah, it's better to be a human than an ant. <laughs> I think it's I think it's a bold stance, but right. I, yeah, I, no, I, I, I agree. We but we're the, we're with this. Is, we're presenting a unified front here. <laughs> We're the only animal that has a uh, a philosophy, an evolutionary strategy that is proofed 
against the death of this planet and also one that is causing it. But but we are the only ones. I've, as I've said, I don't see any big plans coming out of giraffes these days. Like I, I, I like like they ain't got no rocket ships. And I'm just saying we're the one animal that actually theoretically you could blow up the whole planet and we'd be like over here. <laughs> We're not there yet, but like I'm just saying, we should be proud of ourselves. We shouldn't aspire to be ants. And when I look at, at our freeways and our public schooling systems, I think we're aspiring to be ants, and we shouldn't do that. Our next guest. No, wait, but, but Dan, before you, before you bring out a guest, uh, real quick, uh, point of order. Uh, Spencer and I were talking. Well, we should I don't do want to slow down the show, but let's before see before we bring out our guest, we've been talking and we keep forgetting about it about starting a new D and D campaign oh, right. or. or, or, or Let's let let's lay the groundwork right now for for for, for, okay. get, for getting this rolling because we have a million guests tonight. So like, you let's, mean like let's, in the interest of next week? Yeah. Or next like, show. Let, let's let's talk about how we proceed with this now, so we're ready to start rocking right. on this as we go forward. All right. Well, one thing. One Electric thing boogaloo. <laughs> because I because I never really finished my thought. I know people at home right. are like, oh, he never got there. As it, sometimes if you're a guy and you. Do your thing, and then you oh, and, and then you don't you don't do anything else. Then you forget. You go to the bathroom and you go pee, and it's this amazing double like 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 legoless uh, elven arrow uh, thing. And you and you wait for it. You're like like have you ever have you ever had that happen? And then you and then you're like, well, I'm not gonna. It's because it hurts to stop. Uh, I know, smallest violin in the world uh, for, for, the, uh, for, the, for the half of the gender that's destroyed our species, but, but, uh, but, but it hurts. You don't want to stop. And so you, so you just kind of like, you try, to, you try to push through it. You figure like, well, it's, what, give me a break. What could possibly be going on down there that could keep these two streams separate? And so you put a little more pressure on it, and then it's just like two giant, and it's just like going everywhere with the toilet, and and, it, and it, I mean it's pretty it's pretty steadfast that that uh, I'm assuming it's a little just a little super glue from that that, that you made uh, in servicing that selfish gene. Okay. So wait, you're talking about when you're close to uh, uh, coming, then you, it's hard to pee. No, no. He's no. saying he's saying. Th- Am I that bad at no, making? No, no. He, he's saying that there, there no, was th- there was still bad. some like some left in there oh, afterwards. You come and then it, and then you go to sleep and while you sleep it dries. So you haven't done it and then you go pee and it's dry. The tip of your wiener, the 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 hole I believe is probably just glued in the middle. Right. Okay. No, that's true. Yeah. No, I believe it. I didn't want to. I tried. I tried to be quaint with my language. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't want to get all clinical and 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 grody about it. I right. need. I need that. Uh, all right. So talking about D and D. What do we have to decide? Like what characters? I mean, we I, I will. I will throw that to you and Spencer. Like Spencer, what do you think? Yeah. Just. Just. Yeah. What kind of characters do you want? I'm thinking your guys are. Uh, your your emissaries of a church that is like going into strange lands. So. Well, what, what's our platform? Are we doing a Pathfinder? Or Let's what, just do Pathfinder. Okay. Are we allowed to like CISO wise? Oh. I talk to those guys. I use my plus two cloak of charisma. <laughs> and also a scroll of fireball. It was great. All right. Their flesh okay, was so, okay, so, so we're off. 
Now, okay, so go on. You want us to be emissaries of what? Yeah, so I don't want to tell the story of the story that I want to tell, but uh, yeah. Before you guys are, you're adventurers, but you're from some sort of church. You don't have to be, like, believers of the church. You could be, like, you know, employees or contract laborers from the church or something. But you're, you're, a, you're a team from the church. Yeah. So it's like Book of Mormon. It's it's yeah. That's what it's going to be. Book of Mormon too. Well, I think I would like I would like to be a very devout. Uh, I I I'll, I know I could be like a hitman hired by the church or a or a paladin that represents the church, but it's like it's all into. I think I I would like to be because I kind of I I I I I I think I think my thing would I would like to be certain about things. I would like to know exactly what I'm supposed to do. And I'm not saying from you. I just mean like I would like to ha- play a character that gives me the relaxing, refreshing uh, thing of not being c- conflicted and confused. And I, I'd like to like know like, oh, I have a religion. And right. I'd like to know what the tenets of that religion are. I mean, I'll make them up. But, but, but if, 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 you know, I'm not asking you to write me a religion. I'm just saying like I, that's the, I'd like to be a cleric. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Great. A cleric, a cleric of that church, right? Of that church that we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Great. Now, is it possible to still be Chad the Firelicker from the San Francisco show? Yeah, definitely. Okay, but I, I was in that show. I was an elf druid, uh-huh. but I like your drawing that you made when he was a gnome druid. Sure. So I might modify and be the gnome druid version of Chad the Firelicker. Great. Whatever you like. That I like that. Great. I like okay. it a lot. All right. Okay. Great. So do you want to you want to like roll us like uh, attributes and stats and things? Yeah, like that? that might take a week or two or yeah. something. But also, I think maybe we should make Steve Levy a character. But I could handle that off mic, maybe. Yeah, that's good. And then, so, but and so then we just have three dudes. But here's the thing: like, I, like e- e- gender imbalance might might w- with with consistency might might be better than like we used to have Aaron. Yeah, we could use you know, but but like like. I think what we all agreed upon after a while is that these things keep falling apart because we keep rotating. Right. We don't need. We don't need. We we don't need people. We want to have consistency. We want it to be like a like a like a radio show, and then right. it's like, oh, here's another chapter of this, and everybody that played last week has played this week, and right. so that we have that kind. It's of also very common for when people are missing just to have them be missing. That's that's something that happens in games. So yeah, we should just do that. Well, but you, not if you didn't anticipate them being missing. I don't. Well, we got we got bogged down because sometimes Camille would, would not be here, and then Demorge right. would be here, and then not be here, and and uh, Curtis would you know like come and go, and Aaron would come and go, and then went mm-hmm. because uh, so like, it's I, I think that that, it's hard to keep track of a weekly show when the, when half the cast is never there. So. Right. Yeah, yeah. We, were, we, were, we had a golden age when it was just like a, a core. So like Steve could play a woman, or I could play a woman. You know, but it wouldn't be true balance in terms of casting, but it would be in terms of the mythology. Or we could have like NPCs come up and be women or something. Or is that just pandering? I is think. That, is that like like? Uh, well, well, well. Just all right. I'm sorry I brought it up. <laughs> no, that's the thing. I didn't want to. We have way too much yeah, show. Yeah, way too much show. Too much show. But we got, right. uh, we've talked about it. No, we're, we're good. It's I'm happening. good to go. It's moving forward. Uh, like, uh, as it stands right now, you and I have characters, possibly Steve Levy, and that's moving forward. Yeah. Right. All right. And now we'll figure let's, out the rest. let's get on with the cavalcade of stars. Okay. Our first guest has, is, is a, a modern veteran of the television directing <laughs> trenches. Uh, he's directed many, many episodes of Always Sunny. 
Um, he's 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 done tons of acting too. We can talk to him about that. But um, uh, his the, the most uh, noteworthy thing is his his movie uh, uh, Fist Fight is coming out February seventeenth. I think uh, it's got Charlie Day and Ice Cube in it. And uh, uh, let's bring him up, my new friend Richie Keene. <laughs> I'm so bummed I wasn't out here because you talked about two very important subjects. Yeah. And you pivoted amazingly from pissing to D&D, back to the double stream, back to D&D. I'm passionate about both these issues. I'm an OG D&D. I'm Gary Gygax, first edition D&D. And ladies, for those of you who don't understand the double stream, it's... I, there's women who are always wondering what's happened in there. Right. Why can't you hit it? Yeah. And yeah, you just explain. We're... You really. This is something that's not. You kind of just took the hit for everyone and got it out into the world. I appreciate that. Uh, but I don't want to. I don't want to just like hide behind. Oh, my dick was glued shut every time. Right. Like, like right. We, we also. We're also weird, lazy giants that can't fucking keep it in the bowl. Like, I feel like, like this could be your thing. Uh, this could piss, be a piss cause. Ambassador. Yes, this could be your your. You could really get in front of this. I wonder if shorter men are more popular with women in terms of toiletry right. hygiene. Like, 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 if a, like if a girl went out with like a seven-foot guy and then goes out with like a five-foot-five guy, like if she's like, ah, Michael's so he's, clean. He, he's so clean and they don't even really think, like, yeah, it's probably like size, distance. Cause <laughs> size is important. The closer you're... Right. Hanging. Yeah. yeah I'm down there closer. Uh, this is you know. so exciting. You don't for me. have to be taller. Short. I'm almost six foot four, and when I'm at home, I generally sit because it's just it's, I'm too far this away. This is another important I'm issue. Too, sitting. I'm, it's all I'm, about I'm men too, I'm sitting. Too, first of all, blessed is he that can sit down, uh, yeah, as yeah. the Scandinavian poet once said. Uh, sitting is great. We invented chairs for a reason. They're important things. Uh, but I. I I'm going to splash. I'm too goddamn far away. Even if I nail it, even if I'm completely hitting the clown's mouth at the carnival making the balloon right. go up, um, I'm still just... If I, if I, my reward for hitting the water in the middle of the bowl and not hitting the seat is yeah. refractory pee, right. yeah, uh, yeah. toilet water coming out. You're very yeah. passionate about this. I can see this. I, I just... I want to do the right thing. Right. I want to do the right I'm thing. I'm a nighttime sitter. Really? I sit at night. In I mean, the middle of the I night, like if i got to get yeah. up, it's, yeah. I don't want to put the light on. It's going to be a disaster. I only pee <laughs> also, noisy, when it turns noisier. out I have right. to pee. Noise. Like, when I, when I, if I have to take a poop, and then I'm like, oh, I had to take a pee. See, right. I, see now, I, I, I'm a nighttime sit-down peer, but I'm a nighttime stand-up pooper. I, I'm a stand-up pooper. <laughs> that is a, you're a rare breed. That's a mic drop. That's a mic drop on uh, the subject. All right. Well, Okay. So, so what, how did your career start, Richie, now that you're our new Hollywood yes, friend? Because updated. you're about to blow up because this movie's probably very funny. We, we talked about uh, uh, um, Three O'Clock High a lot. Yeah. I don't know. Some Amazing of, movie. Some of the older fogies in the audience uh, uh, remember this movie, Three O'Clock High, that was kind of like this cult hit. Yeah. It didn't really like 
didn't make a huge splash. There weren't nine sequels. Right. I don't even remember. I met the actor that played the bully, I told you, right. at, at a party at Sam Simon's house, and he looked identical, but I can't remember the actor's name. Richard Tyson. Okay. Jesus Amazing. Is, is he here? What the hell? Is <laughs> <laughs> a, that was that got my, a really My name is Richard fan. Tyson. <laughs> but, uh, fr- fr- Frank Johnson from Johnson Management. Also, I was in other I movies. two clients. Sparkles I was in the other horse films, and... too. All right. We're talking over each other tonight. Sorry. I saw that. How many of well, uh, three o'clock. I also, in an era of John Hughes movies where um, there was a lot of hearts and a lot of big comedy, three o'clock high came out in that time, and it was dark and just edgy, and the cinematography was so interesting. It had more. I remember. I remember seeing somebody talking about. You know, I don't know. Directors, forgive me for a second. I think they're very silly people. I, 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 we I are. Like, That's a I, fair they're, point. They're confusing to me because they think about things I don't think about. So, so, so when I, when you meet a good one or one that understands you, 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 I grab them and hug them and go like, please keep working with me forever, Justin Lin. Oh, okay, go do nine Fast and Furious <laughs> movies. Um, but, 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 like uh, when, but, but, but. Like why didn't I talk? I was but so I was watching like Hitchcock. Hitchcock like uh, like 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 he was uh, he fucked with you more. It was like right. you were in the hands of a madman a little right. bit. Like there's a, there's all these different ways to talk about directing like the philosophies and three o'clock high. John Hughes I think I think maybe he if you researched it or you, and you, maybe you have but like that he probably did things with his cameras and his cutting that made you feel like you were on. Not only John Hughes' side, but that John Hughes was on the character side. Absolutely. And yeah. Whereas Hitchcock, for instance, and then also whoever directed Three O'clock High, right? Like they were kind of intentionally going, I, "You don't know whose side I'm I, on." I agree. Hitchcock really did fuck with you a lot. Especially, I mean, you see a movie like Psycho where you're supposed to be on one person's side in 20 minutes and she's killed, right. and you're like, "Oh fuck, what just happened?" And John Hughes, I agree, was very much very clear about whose side he was on. It was the first time I was conscious as a kid in a movie theater watching Three O'Clock High of all these like weird like dolly shots, like just kind of almost yeah. needlessly. You like, oh, that's a weird thing to do with the camera. And apparently, it was based on High Noon, I assume, right. which I've never seen. But the, right. because of the high idea was in the beginning of Three O'Clock High, the innocent kind of like sweater-clad, nebbish uh, character, not necessarily a nerd, but certainly not a jock. He's just sort of a middleman right. uh, in, in his high school biosphere, and he somehow accidentally offends this... Um, he touches him. That's the big rule. You can't touch him. And he says something like they run into each other at the urinal, and he says... I forget what he says, but he slaps him on the back, and, you know, Buddy Ravel turns around. And, Buddy Ravel! Yeah. And he's fucked for yeah. the rest of the day. And it was kind of like that was after Ferris Bueller, right? Yeah. I assume that movie because the guy was kind of he looked he had a Broderick look to right, him, right, right. Uh, but and and he was sort of a he. I think the thought balloon above his head, like everyone in the audience was. I wish I was Ferris Bueller. Right, right. But right. why is it that when I try to be Ferris Bueller, I end up in the crosshairs right. of the most terrifying man? Uh, that's yeah. this thirty-five-year-old senior um, who now is, yes. is going to yes. see me after school at three o'clock, and the rest of the movie is just a psychological examination of, of your unraveling as you wait for three o'clock to show up. Um, but an amazing journey to watch. Like I remember as a kid, just being like mesmerized by that movie. Uh, our movie is nothing. Like that, aside from the concept of there's going to be a fight after school, but I love Three O'clock High. I mean, I just think it's such a it's such a movie worth revisiting. Because well, I wouldn't have brought it up if I thought it was nothing yeah, like it. I, yeah. oh, okay, all right. Well, well, no. I mean, uh, 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 the log line is very similar, which is there's going to be a fight after school. This just happens to be two teachers right. and not two students, and um, what happens along the way is is very different. But uh, it's a similar sort of 
what the fuck would you do? Uh, the difference, I think, in, in Fist Fight is even though Ice Cube goes a step too far early in the movie, as you go through the movie, if I did my job, and I, I hope I did, you're, you might be on his side as he s- continues talking about why he wants to do this. And, and, and as Charlie starts to be sketchier and sketchier in his methodology of getting out of it. So uh, it's a little bit more by the time you get to this big fight, I think my hope is that you're sort of kind of like, oh, I don't know who I want to see when and how this is going to go down. Whereas I think in 3 o'clock high, you want him to get those brass knuckles and knock Buddy Ravel right. out as quick, you know, if he can. Yeah. Did you, you remember My Bodyguard? Of course. Yeah, okay. so I grew a- up in Chicago. All those movies. I grew up in the suburbs of Chicago. I grew up in John Hughes country. They were filming Ferris Bueller when I was a kid in my hometown. My Bodyguard. Those were all the movies of my youth. Well, and I like I, about 3 O'Clock High because I, I, I love that movie too. And, but also, it's, is it a play on 12 O'Clock High? Like, like, it's, like, like it's not just 3 O'Clock High School, like 3 O'Clock High. But it's also like twelve o'clock high. It's like like it's a it was, war, it's a war film, right? Like like it's, oh, it's, it's like wait like, oh there's a movie called Twelve O'clock I didn't High. Oh yeah, there's, yeah. There's an old war film like uh, from the forties or fifties. Uh, and twelve o'clock high. It's like like he's a twelve o'clock high. Like it's like it's like fighter pilots talking oh. about like like you're, you're being attacked. Like three o'clock I knew, high. I knew it was a high. I mean, like, noon. like three o'clock. Oh, yeah, three o'clock high. Like 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 look to your three. And he's up there. Like you have, a, you have someone coming at you at three o'clock. Well, the high. focus is really on the time, so I just assumed that it was high noon because I'm, yeah. I'm sure high noon is like, oh, at noon you're gonna fucking yeah, but school, but, but school gets out at three o'clock, and so it's, it's that's a, what I'm saying. Yeah, and you a, can't say you can't say high three. You o'clock. guys are agreeing, and you don't know it, right? No, yeah, we are. I want to step in. I don't know if I'm conflating two things. I don't no. know if that was an intentional. Well, I didn't know there was a war movie called there. a hot hot uh, called. No, no one knows. No, no. There wasn't. There wasn't. He's he's fucking drunk again. Um, so fucking. You're like this. Vet- I said I said modern veteran because I was like I didn't want to say veteran TV director because then it sounds like you're 70. But no, like, I, you're you're I. I mean it, the the TV director's life is like very hand to mouth traveling yeah. like, like yes. samurai Willie Loman you, style. You're going. never. I mean as a, as a guy who ran one of these shows, yeah. you never directed a community, but you. you I wish you, I had. But. Uh, like the directors are like like you we treat them like substitute math teachers yeah, like yeah. even 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 the principal if if I could call myself that treats them like substitute right. teachers like it's like oh welcome shithead uh, <laughs> right, right, get you know, it done just get you know, so like and then they go down into the hot box with the actors who yeah. are on their 80th episode and the actors are like I got this yeah, like like yeah. watch this I call it the Allison <laughs> you know like they they direct themselves if they're right. worth their salt and they're like they'll bust the director's balls and they make friends with some of them. Right. Right. And they torture some of them, and um, but but I, 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 but uh, every show is different. Every show is really different, and and that's what's. There are certain shows that you come into, and it's like f- they want your help. When I do, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. What they're like? What do you want to do with this? What's your take? What should we play with? Just tell us where to stand, you know, uh, and and we'll do what you want. Um, Shameless is like making a movie. They're just like go do whatever you want. John Wallace doesn't even have the writers on set. You know, the Goldbergs, you're there to help. Mm. I'm there to help. I'm sure. Adam Goldberg. I'm there to help his vision. So, and, so, and they're, they're all fun and different. It's really, for me, about point of view. Someone who has a strong point of view that I, could, that I understand and I can help and hopefully be additive. And there are certain gigs where you're there just to help. And there are certain gigs where they need your help. And, it, and, it, and it's always different. And... I was a private acting coach and acting teacher for a long time, and so I love to mix it up. When I hear someone's difficult, I'm like, let me in there. 
When I hear an actor, oh, this actor's tough. This actress is really difficult. I'm like, I can't wait. Like, that's fun for me. Oh, I know man. I'm going to reach that person. I know, I, I know I'm going to find a way. I always do. And it's like, that's, that's really joyful for me. Yeah, well, with Chevy, the way into his... Into his <laughs> well, I've, I've heard the story. He, he, there would be directors that he would be like, is she coming back? I love her. Uh-huh. You know, they'd be like, why does Chevy love that, 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 right. that, that director or this director? And it was like, they, you know, they weren't bad directors, but they were just like, they saw the writing on the wall and were like, nailed it, Chevy. And like, like, like let's shoot Chevy out. You know, like, and, and he was like, I love that person. And was, anyways, but I did want to ask you... Um, like, uh, so, so you're, you're kind of a man without a country when you're, you're coming in, because unless you direct a pilot, I don't know how many people that are listening that are interested in working in TV versus features know, like, in, unless you direct a pilot, you're not really, uh, you know, you don't have ownership creatively right. or in actuality over that show. So you are just coming in, and you have, like, this really stringent period of time to shoot your episode, to prep your episode, to shoot your episode. And then you have, like, a little temporary office that's never going to be the best one. It's, like, right. there's no potted plant. The director no... from last week has their shit still there. Yeah, the there's, like, a, there's, like, just scrawled yeah. switchblade carvings yeah. on the wall that are, like, 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 like don't out. eat the beans or <laughs> the cake is a lie. Um, the, the, you, but you, and then, and then you have to, you know, it's, like, you're always under the gun. There's, like, all this, like, shit probably politically, like, trickling down. And you're not, you know, the line producer might show up on the set and say, you, oh, always. You've you got to eliminate three shots yeah. and all this stuff. So then you have to have this like clinical relationship with it, and then you have to do your director's cut. Right. You have like a week to do that, right? right. Yeah. And then at the end of that week, no matter where you're at with that edit, you got to go do another show. Otherwise, right. you won't pay your rent, really. Right. So right. I guess my question is, how within that weird clinical morass, how do you find the pride? How do you find the empathy? Yeah. How do you find the passion? It's like any portfolio of work or anything you do a pilot and you have ownership. I have a pilot that I did a couple of years ago. It's still going. It's paying for my wedding. Okay. Then you go do an episode of a show that you really love the people on and you're there to help and you're cool with whatever <coughs> the, sh- the showrunner does with your edit. Then you go make a movie and it's a year and a half of your life and it's all yours. And there's pros and cons truly to all of them. So uh, for me, I started so late that it's a miracle that I get to do any of it. Um, I didn't. I was an. I was a comic. I was an actor. I was an acting teacher. Uh, so for me, that anyone wanted my help to begin with, I'm. I'm one of those annoyingly truly grateful people who can't believe he gets to do it at all. And so uh, it's a bonus when I come be a guest on a show, and they're like, "What do you think?" And I find that that happens now more and more as I return to the same shows over and but over. But how again. do you keep? How do you keep from falling into the sand traps of either a getting so excited about this episode of Sunny in Philadelphia, you're like, this is going to be fucking amazing, but I needed more time and I didn't have more time. Like, how do you keep from throwing a shoe and going like, no, I need, let me do, let me take the weekend in the edit bay. Like, I'm almost done with my director's cut. That happens. I mean, I'm lucky that the shows I work on are shows I really dig and I really dig the showrunners. So if there's a situation where I like feel like, if I could just get a little more time, either I'll ask for it or I know they're going to they're gonna elevate it. So why am I mm-hmm. fighting? What, what's frustrating is when a line producer, understandably, is worried about something that I know you need and you're in the writing room and you're not there and it's a very tricky political situation and I know I have to get it and then I just have to be difficult and say, sorry, bro, I'm shooting it. And But... Uh, 
I don't every, every once in a while I throw a shoe every once in a while uh, I, my best self doesn't come out because of the things we're talking about uh, but for the most part in television uh, I'm there to help unless it's a show like the ones I do a lot of which is no coincidence where th- they feel they want my additive value does that make sense? yeah Jesus Christ was that boring? Yeah. <laughs> well, let's go back to I pacing in D&D well, why don't we why don't we spice things up yeah. by bringing some of your Chicago friends I out love here it. or or fellow Chicago natives? Uh, I think we'll, 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 we we I, I, as I understand it, we have uh, do, do we have? Th- we, I mean, this shit gets dropped on me like a fucking sandbag. I'm not in charge of when shit goes wrong. I'm only in charge of when shit goes right. That's a I, nice. That's a good job. Yeah. I think that was on Harry Truman's desk. <laughs> on that little sign. It's certainly on Trump's. I mean, well, why don't we... Let's, let's bring Dino Stamatopoulos yeah. out. Yeah. No, you don't have to move down. All right. He's, Dino's he's doing lines in the back. You gotta be careful with those. I'm in big trouble, buddy. What happened? Well, I wrote this graphic novel like 20 years ago, and yeah, you had an artist work for three years on it. And yeah, hardcover and. Hi, Richie. You guys, I was his intern in 1994. <laughs> it's a true story. I didn't. I, I wasn't sure story. he was my intern. Um, but then I made him say, uh, hey, can you read my script, please? Yeah, and then yeah. I knew exactly It was who. me. <laughs> yeah. It's a true story. Uh, I made 2,000. Um, we printed 2,000 of these, and uh-huh. no one's going to buy them. I got a fucking I'm sure that's not shit. true, Dino. <laughs> I feel like it's a, like an infomercial. No, I, believe me, I fucking, I brought my guitar. I'm going to like, I'm going to do like a little monkey tap dance. Here, I brought Scott Atzett and Britta Phillips. Mm. Oh, yeah, shit. I heard a gasp. They're way more popular than me. You uh, mean Pete Hornberger from 30 Rock and the, the singer whose name I stole for the character of Britta? That's right, yeah. <laughs> I was going to bring Io Perry, too, the other half of the Britta <laughs> Perry name. Who's, like, who's, whose foibles I stole for the yeah, character. Yeah, she's in my band, Sorry About Everything. <laughs> That's See, the no applause, nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Because they don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I mean, you're late, you're late blooming, which is an exciting thing. I you're... started a band at 52. Yeah. <laughs> it's a fucking nightmare. Our, uh, we're doing a gig, actually, uh, on uh, Saturday at, at Starburns at, uh, at Super Tight. And my drummer, our drummer, it's not my band, it's our band. And uh, the drummer couldn't make it because it's his birthday and he planned this thing, you know, in Vegas for... He said, whatever you do, don't have a show on the 18th. And now we have a show on the 18th. And so I was on Facebook and one of, a couple of my friends who are married and fucked and had a baby. And the baby grew up to be 12 years old and now he's drumming on Facebook. <laughs> so I asked if he could drum and he's going to come and drum with us. <laughs> Yeah. Well, now I want to come to this. Yeah. That sounds you, amazing. You never know. Sometimes you wake up to a carpet of ants. Sometimes one of them <laughs> turns into a drummer. It's <laughs> like, an amazing thing about our bodies. We just sh- shoot out torpedoes that either 
Did you? <laughs> were you talking about a carpet of vans? Because I talked about it on Skullgeist yeah, too. Yeah, I, I just said that you guys. I just heard oh, you okay. and Dan brought that up. But I just today was listening to you and Andy oh, yeah. talking about how ants love cum. I did not know that. <laughs> they go nuts. <laughs> they like they'll. This, uh, let me do an imitation of an ant just coming upon cum. Like again, here's what uh, you want. Here's what you want to spend five dollars to subscribe to Harmontown, <laughs> so you can see right. the visuals of what Dino's about to yeah, do. Like, this is uh, a normal uh, ant. Let's just say you're cum, okay? He's <laughs> going about his business. <laughs> oh, shit! Oh, where, where are the guys? Where's everyone? Which way do I go? Which way do I go? They literally go nuts when they taste the cum. Yeah. It's awful. Do you think it's maybe... Here's a theory. Maybe it's because... Disgusting. Ants, ants are so sophisticated... I, too close to the audience. ...as carnivores... <laughs> That they can taste DNA, and they and they and they're tasting the sophistication of 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 a, of a primate, which now, is like they don't even their brain can't process it. Their their ant tongues are like, this is beyond uh, uh, fr- grilled octopus. I don't think so. I think it's I think it's I drink pineapple juice and it tastes great. Oh, oh you, yeah. you, he loves pineapple juice. That's the case. Yeah. Ants right. love pineapples. <laughs> All right. Well, we only have one extra chair, Dino. So you, you, I understand you brought seventeen people from your show. They don't. They can't even sit here. I got my my uh, drawing room bag. <laughs> I yeah. want to. I want to help you. You guys are both from Chicago. There's, we should talk a little for a second. I'm from Milwaukee, which is much colder uh, and shittier. Yeah. <laughs> in, in general, fireworks. Uh, but uh, you know, why so many? Like a lot of everyone in Los Angeles that works in television is 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 from Chicago. I wonder is what 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 what, what do you that think is. It is. Second City. Maybe? Well, funny you should ask. Uh, I have no idea. <laughs> no, I uh, I was thinking about that too because I I grew up and I wanted to do nothing else but comedy, and I think it was just coincidence that Chicago was a comedy-based city. I think. It, you know, I'm just a, a goofy, ugly guy who got picked on a lot. So, of course, I wanted to get into comedy. You're beautiful. Oh, my God. See? Come on. You know, that's where I know you from. <laughs> you, were, you were down here. <laughs> Thanks for letting me audition yeah. for that sketch. Yeah. 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 I appreciate it. Covered in I ants. never fucking appreciate read it. You appreciate sucked it. me off, and I didn't even read your sketch. <laughs> when did you, you guys were, you're talking about Conan? Yeah. He, he was your intern on I was Conan? an intern. Yeah. Uh, their first summer on the air, I was the general office intern. Uh, so this guy, Smigel. Louie. Louie. With well. the trumpet and the gum thrown against the wall, and uh, I couldn't he, believe it. I couldn't he, believe it. He had there. a trumpet. I don't remember. He had that. a trumpet. What he was that? Around, he would walk around with a trumpet, and he never played it. He every once in a while would just. I don't think. I know he didn't play the trumpet, but yeah. he had one. So he was like, Henny, and then one day, Henny Youngman, he, he spit his gum he and just, he threw a he trumpet, would, and it just stuck yeah, to the wall. Something like that. Were you yeah, there when we had the kitten there. running around too? I don't remember the. There kitten. was a kitten called. We were going to call the show Night Night with Conan O'Brien. Uh, but they wouldn't let us at NBC. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we named a kitten Night Night, and it just wandered around everywhere. And everyone loved this kitten. And then Max Weinberg came, and he's like, I'm allergic to kittens. And we had to get rid of it. What a dick. He's a dick, what right? A dick. He was a dick. I'm he a, literally was a dick. I'm I didn't a, like him. I'm not doing I had, he threatened to beat me up a few times. It's, yeah. that, it's, that, it's that Bruce, it's that E Street band, Moxie, you know? Yeah, except Bruce had talent. Yeah. I, I heard... I. The, I heard that he couldn't even keep a beat. Let's get, <laughs> like, keep trying. Let's get a Twitter war going tonight. I think, I will say with Chicago, I mean, I can only speak about my experience, but, like, between 
getting exposed to all the movies filming there, my bodyguard, the John Hughes stuff, and having Second City that you go, go to, it occurred to me that comedy was something you could do as a job. Hmm. And, and I, it wasn't just something that happened far away. I think that, for me, was part of it. But we yeah, because no, you're a good-looking guy. I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> but we don't have anything you to You scratch my to. back, I'll scratch yeah. yours, my friend. Because, I mean, I grew up in Milwaukee, which is like a smaller... I'm going to offend my Milwaukee uh, brethren. It's a smaller Chicago. It, it also had its own little smaller comedy community. Um, you know, like, so I have to wonder, like, okay, maybe if you grew up in a town of 200 people... I guess maybe you didn't grow up around comedy clubs and I don't know. Like I, I mean, I, I don't know what my point is. Like, what am I trying to scientifically prove? There's something in the water in Chicago that makes them be all moved to LA. Sure, I do think Second City. A lot of people came out of Second City as like a breeding ground, and but I don't know why. It might be like maybe people in Chicago are like, well, I got to move to one of two bigger cities and I don't want to move to the fucking dirtier one. (laughs) And I'm sick of the cold. (laughs) Right. I'm sick of the cold. I'm going to move to the colder, more complicated one. Right, right. Uh, Yeah, that's probably what it is. It's like, uh, yeah, forget it, brother. Okay. Um, But uh, Scott Adsit is also from Chicago. Right. Is that that a good time? Scott Adsit, everybody. from Chicago. That guy's famous. I've seen that guy on TV. Also from Chicago. Hi. Sorry, I didn't want to out-host you. No, no. Please. Just, uh, you're an an aunt to to my cum. (laughs) Help help yourself. (laughs) I was going to make a baby with this one day, but I'll make more. (laughs) There's a lot of fat ants out there because of you. (laughs) (laughs) I probably killed them because they they can't get back into the hole. Man, that guy jerks off a lot. Uh, hi, Scott. Hi. Uh, Dino brought you out to talk about... He had... Uh, uh, yeah, sorry. Well, no, no, no. I'm off. from Chicago and I moved to New York because I'm more complicated than these people. Didn't you move to L.A. first, though? Yes. <laughs> but also, Dino, Dino, you moved to New York as well for a time, and then you moved from New York to L.A., on nine twelve. Yes. Yeah. No. First, I moved to LA, and then then I went to New York. I've been back travel day, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. I uh, we saw this. Uh, this is a funny story. We saw the second plane hit out our window. Uh, luckily, it wasn't a plane window. We were we were actually in our house. And uh, I was like, check, please, New York. <laughs> and I was like, all three stooges. We get fucked out of there. I, I just love that concept because I, I, it tickles me so much because the, the, the flow chart your brain goes through is like, oh, you're not, you're not supposed to have that reaction because that's cowardly. Like your job is to stand there and get out a sword. Uh, yeah. Bring it well, you know, people did help drag out bodies and stuff, but, you know, sorry, everyone, but I had a daughter, you know, she was like two years old, and we were really close, and we were living there, and, uh, and like, the fumes of everything was coming, mm-hmm. and people were getting sick, so... By the way, I, I talked to, to a kid in New York who works for a law firm who, you know, under the Obama administration, there was attention paid to this, because it, otherwise... They're, 
you know, wouldn't have been not to not to suck a previous administration's dick too hard, but it doesn't take that much these days. Yeah. <laughs> There's probably people people in Arkansas that are Obama lovers right now. But um, yeah. the the uh, the. He, there was a, you know, he, his administration said, you know, come on, there's, there's been, there, you got fucked up if you were lived near Ground Zero, like, yeah. like asbestos and all this shit. Yeah. Anyways, I don't know. I just, yeah, I got out of there, and also I, you know, I have this amazing little, you know, carrot dangling called writing for Master of Disguise. <laughs> <laughs> Now, Master of Disguise was... <laughs> I knew you were going to grab onto this. <laughs> uh, uh, a Dana Carvey movie about a guy who... Are you kidding? These kids grew up on that movie. So you know that movie? There's, there's so probably... Dino, Dino was brought in to save it. Yeah. I rewrote, I rewrote 90% of it. And then uh, Adam Sandler came in and took my 90% out and threw it away and put in fart jokes and bush jokes and everything. I I I wish I could show you my cut because I I don't have it, and so you're never gonna believe me that I that when I say <laughs> it was better. But uh, well, the idea that there's better. a fucking masterpiece <laughs> version of Master of Disguise, I mean, it's not outside the realm wait, of wait, possibility. They shot, uh, it wasn't a masterpiece, but god damn it, it was kind of fun. They right. shot your version. Yeah, they shot and it and re-editing. Re re oh, it, yeah. it's a disaster. Yeah, yeah. So it does he, exist. He had a friends and family screening, and they said, we're not going to take any notes from them. We're just, you know, it's just a friends and family screening. Every note Ugh. they took, every note. Brutal. Yeah. More farts was the main joke? <laughs> More farts. <laughs> one, one joke, and I'm probably going to bury myself because you're probably going to go, oh, that sounds bad. But uh, if you remember, halfway, like he has a little puppy called the cuteness, which was not my... Uh, idea. This is a little puppy because the uh, I forget who, like Sony said, we need a little puppy in this. Ew. Yeah. So it showed up and halfway through the movie it just got lost and then the grandfather came in. That. And he was the master of disguise, right? Sounds bad. Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't write any of that and then halfway through the, the, the grandfather comes in, he's supposed to be master of disguise and the, the puppy is never talked about again. So my idea was that the grandfather was there the whole time. He was in the little puppy costume. <laughs> and then he came out. And then at the end, they're like, we missed the cuteness. He's like, oh, I hate dog food. Like, All right. And he has to go back and be a puppy for the rest of his life <laughs> in a little puppy costume. And the big note was, like, parents were going, don't kill the puppy at the end. It's like, you're not. We're not killing a puppy. We're bringing it back to life. I mean, yeah, it didn't make any sense whatsoever. <laughs> Fucking hate Adam Sandler. <laughs> Ben Stiller, Adam Sandler, Max Weinberg, they could all fuck themselves. It's <laughs> a big moment. It's a big moment. Uh, Some, someone's going to catch you. I hate those guys. I hate those guys. They ruined my life. What, what do you hate about Look at me. What do you, I got 2,000 books that I'm not going to sell. <laughs> I mean, so the views of Dino don't reflect some of the bridges that I haven't burned yet. <laughs> I've, I, I, I think there's like two or three of those that I, 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 I prefer to burn my own. Yeah. I'm, I'm almost there. But uh, soon I will have a, a, a box of 2,000 books. Yeah. Uh, and I'll be happy that way. Yeah. Um, and, and you should be happy, too, because you're a joyful life master that everyone looks up to. Uh, Thank you. All right, seven people agree. Good, good. But you, you don't want to be this guy's intern. You don't want to be this guy. 
Uh, what's it like, Dino, sitting next to an intern who has a better career than you right now? <laughs> <laughs> all, I, all the interns. Uh, who's uh, Matt? Matt? Our intern on uh, got a mic. Our intern on uh, Sometimes Live. Uh, Matt became a big uh, writer for Cause B, right? Right, and uh, and that. Oh, Arden, 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 Arden Marin was Arden Marine. Marine. Arden Marine party machine. Yeah, she was. She's yeah. doing way better than me. Uh, Conan, he's doing great. <laughs> he, he was your intern. No, I think he started. Wait, no, he was. Uh, yeah. I can't remember. Where did he come from? How did he get that show? <laughs> is Weinberg still doing anything? Is, it, is there a risk to burning that bridge? He, 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 pl- he plays with Bruce Springsteen. I, 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 burned, I burned that bridge when I was on Conan. Yeah. And, it, you know, it's a little bridge. <laughs> and I think it was built on fire. <laughs> 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 that guy's a dick. <laughs> w- what's your beef with Weinberg? Uh, yeah. Well, he treated his band really badly, and tell uh, the story. All right, well, oh, the, t- tell the music story. That's right, I forgot about. I that. told it on Skull Juice, but uh, you guys don't mind hearing it again. <laughs> <laughs> Assholes. <laughs> but for real- Max Weinberg. <laughs> ben Stiller. Uh, what's the other guy? Adam Sandler. <laughs> and this fucking audience could all go fuck themselves. Now, these guys are going places. I don't know if I would. <laughs> They're already more successful than me. <laughs> I had to beg to come on this show. You guys are just here. Uh, so, uh, uh, one of like, the Zappa brothers were on, like, this is back in 1992, 93, and they wanted to come out. I think uh, Amit wanted to come out and sing. Uh, What's new, Pussycat? And so Frank Smiley, who... Uh, still there? Yeah, is he still there? Yeah. yeah, you could use your mic, too. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's the, uh, the audience... Uh, what, what do you call him? Uh, the audience guy. Yeah. No, not the audience guy. The, no, he, the guest guy. He's the segment producer. Segment producer, yes. yeah. Dude, I was an intern on the fucking show. You wrote for it. You don't know who <laughs> Frank Smiley is? I just wrote the ha-has. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, so Frank Smiley uh, knocked on the band room door, and uh, and Max answered, and the whole band is there. And Frank says, uh, "Hey, uh, Dweezil want, or Amit wants to do what's new, Pussycat." And the band's like, "Oh yeah, we love that song." And and uh, and Max stood up and he said, "Oh wait, 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 hold on a second, hold on a second, Frank, come with me." And he he goes outside, shuts the door, and he's yelling at Frank. He's like, "You know, I need." 48 hours notice we have to make them we have to write the notes out we have to do all this we have to and as he's screaming at him the band inside starts playing what's new pussycat <laughs> perfectly like, bum, 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 bum. and just max just that's the greatest fuck you i've ever heard yeah. in my life. <laughs> and he's like all right all right well, we'll I'll, I'll make it happen it probably wasn't even a fuck you though. It was just they were that excited, and he would. Oh and no! He, and he, he was he moving had, that quickly to block. No, it's because, yeah, right, he had right. no. They had no idea right. he was going out there to say we can't do this. That's the it's because he, he gets yeah. money to write the charts for it, probably. Yeah. And they they got a lot like, of shit I, for it. We know it's like no, I write it because I get paid for yes. it. Like, like no, but no we, he, we could do it right now. That's know. right. He got paid, and he didn't write anything. Jimmy Vivino wrote all the the music. You know, like all the original music. Max Weinberg had him killed. 
How did the band feel about that? Did I make that up? Well, the band didn't like Max, and like when shits like that happened, Max would go off on them, and they would, and we would talk because I was friends with the band, and they were like, "God, he's such an asshole," and and uh, and they're like, "Please don't say anything." Uh, on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's not there anymore. But because uh, I think once I brought it up and it was even worse for them. So um, so I had this bit called Tamari the Ostrich where I got into an ostrich costume. And thank you. You're my biggest fan. And uh, so I would come out every once in a while and just uh, the whole bit was just like going out in this ostrich costume and hitting people with the head and the neck and, and stuff. And uh, uh, one time when the band was complaining, I said, don't worry, I'll get Max. And uh, I went out and they're, you know, they're playing this song, and the just dumb ostrich comes out. And I take the head and I start bashing his drum set and knock, and I knocked over his cymbals and broke them and shit. And, uh, and then I did my bit and left. And inter- it might have been you. Someone came up to me and said, get the fuck out of here. Max is going to break your neck. And I fucking ran home. And he, and he asked for my check that week. For, for your check? For the Tamari the oh. Ostrich check, which he is, you know, three. your wages. He's like, he's not getting paid for that ostrich stint. And he got my $300. I would have loved to have seen him chewing out you in an ostrich costume. <laughs> I've yelled at people with the ostrich legs, and then just stomped away with the big feet. I remember saying to the uh, the head writer at the time, it wasn't Smigel, it was some other head writer. I'm like, you just settle for shit, and I walk away in the boom, boom, flopping in the big feet. <laughs> Look like an idiot. I, I'm not a, mu- a musician expert person, but but I think if it, if you can break cymbals, you should get that money back from the guitar center. Like, like there's cymbals, their job is to crash. Yeah, like, I, that's what he said. They broke. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, come on, Max Weinberg. Yeah, hate him. He probably voted for Trump. Oh, I guarantee it. If he thinks cymbals can break, <laughs> then he thinks democracy can be fucked with. Yeah. Turns out it can't. I thought so too. I'm embarrassed now. <laughs> I found out my mom, my mom, my mom. I don't know if my mom wants me to talk about it, but I, I, I want to talk about how good it feels when you find out that somebody you were afraid to ask who they voted for, you know, like turns out to, you know, my mom. I don't know. I'm hard on my mom, like, like, like myth- mythologically, like I call her a lizard woman and stuff. <laughs> I, li- I like your mom. She never raised me badly. But when I got home from LAX, like uh, when I accidentally protested by landing on top of the protest right, in an airplane, <laughs> with a, uh, I, 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 and I kind of tweeted uh, the, the play-by-play of it, and I got home, and she texted me, and, and uh, she sent me a picture of her in a pink pussy hat and it was uh it was oh, nice. nice i was afraid to ask i thought i really thought i was very comfortable thinking i just assumed my wisconsin parents you know that they voted for yeah. for trump and i really didn't want to know that yeah next uh, thanksgiving will be way less awkward for you yeah i mean i i guess i, I don't really go there for thanksgiving <laughs> guess i'm kind of maybe now you now should. i'm officially maybe the bad the bad family member yeah uh, 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 what do you guys know? You don't even know who uh, Max Weinberg is. <laughs> and you and you ood like it was like oh it's a feud it's a fi- like, yeah, it's a feud the, the mummies are fighting. Um, that's gonna those ba- ba- the bandage industry is never gonna be the same. You don't care. All you care about is is hatred. That's all you care about. Look where it got you. 
Yeah. <laughs> all your all your policing of, of 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 each other's language, you know, that's just that just set up those fucking 4chan people to be like, mm, my feelings are hurt as a Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> They're making fun of us now. We gotta just beat them up. My my gun my gun came today. Oh, it did. I didn't know you were telling everyone. Uh, well, here we go. I'm, uh, as you know, I'm, I hope the nice thing about a gun is that you never have to. You know, I, I should just tell everyone yeah. I have a gun. Right, that's true. Like, that's like, true. Yeah, it it when works. You, I know. I'm not going over to your house anymore. <laughs> I'm going to put a sign outside my house. I have a gun, and I'm not sure I know how to use it. Yeah. I, 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 it might go off while I'm just waving it around. So yes. save me for last. Yeah. Uh, also, don't don't beware the dog. They're very placid. <laughs> <laughs> and they don't know how to use the gun either. <laughs> so, Dan, when you bought the gun, when you said, I'm going to get a gun, what was the motivation? What did you picture using it for? Trump? <laughs> no, 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 no. I, 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 not to kill Trump, that he was elected president, and now we should be scared. You just don't want to be a sitting duck. Yeah. It start, it start, yes, it, start, it started with me being scared of general destabilization. And then the first, and then I, so I had Spencer start researching. Like, well, what do you do when you want to get one? And Spencer did some research, and it's like, well, one of the things I learned is 10-day waiting period, okay, for a handgun in L.A., uh, and uh, and then during the first ten days of this administration, so much shit happened that I was like, okay, I'm not, you know, a ten day waiting period is exactly the amount of time you want to. I, I was just like, I, I don't know why I will want this. Right. I have to assume that I may need it. That I will want it twice as much ten days from right, now. Right, right, right. The first ten days was a doozy. <laughs> it looked very familiar to anyone who didn't fall asleep during. 10th grade history class yeah. like it looked real fucking familiar and 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 i just i kind of sometimes i i talked about it with my therapist she asked me the same thing what's it for <laughs> is it for you is it for you know is that like like, like it, it, look it's it's for it's, sometimes it's for the fact that like i think it's just a general state of like it's for the fact that all of my control over my uh, my recourse to representation, my recourse to sanity and stuff like that being taken away, it's like I'm this white privileged uh, dude that's just like it's my first experience with it. Those Those nerve endings have never been stimulated. So I just fucking wandered out and bought a power tool that's like the same, you know, it's like, like, no, sometimes you might want to put a hole in another person right. at some point. Like, like it's like a black and Decker commercial in your head. It's just like, don't be caught off guard with, with like, like, like right. it's just sort of like, like sometimes in my head, yeah, if the dust is attacking you, so, you so, want to have sometimes, sometimes in my head, it's just a general destabilization thing where it's like, 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 like I want to have it in a locked case somewhere in my home so that if because of all of this domino effect of all the shit that's being caused by people who are rank amateurs in the White House who are just think executive orders are just like fucking office memos um, and, and, and purposely causing destabilization and also out and out calling out to cities and states and saying – I don't I don't recognize your sovereignty like 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 all this talk going on sometimes the thought in my head is like this is a this is as close as we're ever going to get in our lifetime to a situation that could cause plummets of uh infrastructure on a on a on a level that would make me 
uh, responsible for the food and water of like a large group of people in my neighborhood. And I and and so maybe that guy should have a gun right. <laughs> because for friendly reasons, <laughs> because they won't listen to a whistle around my neck. I don't know. <laughs> like 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 I, I I don't. Maybe I'll maybe I end up in charge of nineteen kids. You know, like I I don't I don't I don't I don't I don't I don't, don't want to wait until the moment I'm like. Uh, I, I, th I think it's just it's the apocalypse, and Dan Harmon never <laughs> wanted to be a father. <laughs> Best sitcom ever. And the, th the, 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 the funny thing about the end of the world is that you, yeah, you just never there's never enough time <laughs> to prepare for it, and you just kind of go, yeah, what's the what are some of the tools I'll need? I mean, I'm also getting a water filter. I'm not I'm not <laughs> right. exclusively going. How will I kill people? I'm like, how will I? I'm yeah. like obsessed about all these details, and one of them is like, like protecting like, yourself. Uh, did well, you did you talk about going in and buying this yet? Because one of my favorite things that you said when you walked in is like, it's they're so excited to see you. It's like a sushi restaurant. It is. <laughs> I was like, hey, what a when you actually start looking around for them in Burbank, it's like, holy shit! They're like, I, they're just, I don't think this is very much of an exaggeration. They come out of hiding these places. You, the, the street that we went on, it had like nine. It was like there were three on a block. Yeah, and they weren't. It's like, are they competing with each other? They oh, had sandwich yeah. boards out front, yeah. like a boutique restaurant, like yeah. like, like one, nine millimeter ammo, half off and stuff. Yeah. Hi, Spencer. And, uh, Hey, I'm I'm helping out. <laughs> Sorry, oh, that's good. I'm helping. I like it when you talk. Thanks. Me too. No, they're very <laughs> they're very excited about new gun owners uh, at gun stores for obvious reasons. Uh, old gun owners probably probably die. <laughs> they're they're like, hey, what? it's like it's like buying a motorcycle. Yeah, exactly. We don't see those guys again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, hey, we're not we're not let's not cater to our base. Like, we need to swell our ranks. Uh, no, I don't know Hi. anything about guns. Hey, get in here. Welcome to People Poison. <laughs> All right, yeah, but anyways, my ten-day waiting period is up, so uh, now I'll have a little, I'll have a locked case in my home. Well, put and, a gun uh, to their heads, will you, and tell them to buy some Trent books. Buy some, buy a Trent. Buy, buy <laughs> I like segues. Yeah, we got Britta back there. We could sing a do you song do from a, Trent. Do you want to do a selection from your from your comp, from your graphic yeah. novel, which is also a musical about? It's the it's the world's first musical graphic novel. I haven't done a lot of research on that, but I'm pretty sure. I mean, I googled musical graphic novel, and mine was the only one that came up. Uh, so maybe if I tenth, but there was musical and then graphic novel and then just me. If I if I step over here behind Spencer, you'll have this space to play your guitar. Oh yeah, and thanks. Then, and then Britta could come out and sing a selection or with yeah. or without uh, Scott. Um, so. with All right, let, let's rotate and bring out Britta. Britta, you can talk to her a little bit. Hello. Before she starts talking, she was the voice, the singing voice of Jem in Jem and the Argonauts. Hologram? Hologram? Oh, thank you. And, uh, and uh, what else were you? You were in, you're in Luna? Yeah. yeah talk, Not that talk about yourself. Um, I don't like to talk about myself, but I, I like to show up wherever Dino says to come. And she was the voice of Bluberta <laughs> on Moral Oral. Yes, and Scott. And she was, was also uh, I, Elizabeth uh, in Frankenhole. Frankenhole, yeah. Yes, indeed. Um, Dan took the mic. He's oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, you should keep it. I think. No, no, I can use Spencer's here. 
Okay, yeah. Spencer never talks. But, I like um, it when you talk. Thanks. He well, picks he his just, shots. Um, so, uh, uh, yeah, what were you saying? I just want you to point at me when it's my turn to sing. <laughs> oh, all right. Uh, so, anyway, uh, uh, yeah. If it, do you guys know Moral Earl at all? Well, if you like third season of Moral Earl, which is what got me canceled and in trouble, uh, you'll like Trent because it's really depressing. Uh, but it's uplifting a little bit too, right? I don't want to give away too much about it. It's, about, you want to talk hope. it's about hope. And people are traditionally in the market for uh, 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 cynicism and uh, depression. But uh, even now? In, uh, in today's political yeah, climate. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's my it's sarcastic the wor- point. I know, it's the worst time to bring a dark black novel out. You know, it's such a dark black time. Yeah. It should sell really well. Don't in the buy South, it. Though. <laughs> Don't buy it. It's not cheap either. Aren't you? Aren't I you? Looked li- at, I looked at the price. Wait, I'm wait, like, wait, really? Wait, aren't you it's literally it's selling it? Like, if someone gives you twenty five dollars on this stage, won't you give them a book from that box you have? <laughs> it's not twenty five dollars. It's twenty four ninety nine and a penny. So you're saying it's something it's, it's something nobody wants it's and is expensive? $15.16. Wait, what? <laughs> no. The ship has sailed. Oh. Um, no, I will sell it for $20 here. And and these guys will uh, will, will you sign it too, Richie? I can't wait to sign yeah, it. Yeah, you have yes. You had nothing to do with it, but it's, maybe it's, you'll direct. I want to make 9/11. it stop. It's 9/11. I I, I actually made it because I want to make a stop-motion movie of it uh, and really bore everyone silly. So maybe you could direct it. I can't wait to read it. I want Scott and Britta to do the main voices. Well, we, we can't wait to read it. <laughs> <laughs> why, don't you, why don't you get out your guitar? I'm going to get out my guitar. You guys talk. All right. Well, uh, so here's the thing. Thursday... This audience is the only one that's going to know in time. Uh, at Starburns Industries in Burbank, on the stages where we shot Anomalisa, uh, we're going to do a little dry run, a little <laughs> test of, uh, of, uh, of using those facilities to, uh, to, do, to do the Harmontown stream from there. So uh, it's good, and, and there's other stuff too. There's a super tight show there going on that night. So, uh, where 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 can we Levy? Where where can we refer to people so that in my drunkenness I can just tell them like go somewhere and check it that, out? And, that doesn't exist. Uh, but I mean, it's it's at the castle, 1101 West Isabel Street, Burbank, 8 p.m. Thursday. It'll be a big super tight. Uh, lots of bands and stand-up comedians performing. Uh, it'll be a big party. It'll be booze, free booze. And, and it's free uh, to get in too, right? Free to get in. But and it's not all ages because there will be free booze there. So, um, R- yeah. Right. T- 21 and up. So, um, and, 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 uh, uh, but uh, how do we, how do, what, if I'm listening at home and I'm in L.A. and I'm like, oh, I want to go to that. What if, what if I'm the 500th person to show up? Am I going to get turned away at the door? Uh, yes, yeah. is the answer. Yeah. Yes, there's fire code. Um, but, uh, Kevin Day said he'll put up all the information on harmontown.com, so you could just check out the front page. Okay, Home so page. go to harmontown.com if you're hearing this and you're close enough to Burbank to come and participate in a cost-free, uh, minus your gas money, 
uh, uh, experiment in uh, live streaming HD uh, extravel life. And en enter in the uh, the code uh, underage drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, you got to really buy the book now because I broke the box I brought it in. There's a, no way to bring them all home. It's a fucking nightmare. Don't buy that old scam. The, the oldest trick. The I, old, have, I have 40 boxes back there. The old broken box trick. Look at it. It's a handsome book. Brenda, do you want to read from the blurbs in the back of, pe of people who read it? Uh, well, with the mic yeah. in your face. Uh, Trent is trenchant funny, disturbingly, and unremittingly strange. How it results in something so touching is anyone's guess. Maybe it's the singing. And who, who said that? Charlie Kaufman. <gasps> Charlie Kaufman? That's nice. He I was can't lie intern, about that. I, I get sued. Wait, now, Britta, Britta, read the last one. The, read, read the bottom well, one. Well, no, it's funnier if they, oh, okay, they yeah. dwindle. <laughs> yeah, they, they, do. they get worse as you go down. <laughs> Uh, the last one. <clears throat> no, no, the oh, no. second one. Second, okay, one. second one. Second one. Second one. Okay. As pessimistic as Trent is, it still ends up hopeful in its own sick way. And who said that? Andy Richter. Andy Richter. Okay. All right. Next one. Uh, now this guy, you could tell, didn't really like it. This next one. Dino wrote the greatest scenes on Mr. Show. Here is a book that digs deeper into his alternate in universe. Comic and unsettling. It's a perfect dose of Stamatopoulos. Stamatopoli. Oh, Stamatopoli. Sorry. And who said that? Bob Odenkirk. Bob Odenkirk. Yeah. He, he, I talked to him. He's like, it wasn't for me. <laughs> <laughs> but you wanted his name on the book. <laughs> but, you know, I said you could say anything and I'll print it. So, uh, and, then, and then the next one? Halfway through, bold, original, painfully real, will finish tomorrow. He never, he never finished it. Who never finished it? Dana Carvey. Dana Carvey. <laughs> never finished it. He had a much better review, but Sandler changed it. <laughs> you guys, read what Dana Carvey didn't. Okay. Uh, all right, next. This is the last one. I'm not sure who this would appeal to. Who said that? David Cross. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So both it's a nightmare. My life's a nightmare. <laughs> both Bob, Bob and Dave yeah. didn't like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. $25. $24.99. <laughs> But I'm selling it for 20. All right, it's probably going to go down. <laughs> this is the worst telethon ever. <laughs> he can't even afford a real box to put it in. <laughs> hey, you guys ever stay in a five-star hotel and you get room service and then the and then the guy comes in the room and it's like, "Jesus Christ, like he knows less about your order than you do. Like he's just—he's in your bedroom functionally, and it's like you and your—you're in your bed and you're in your underwear, and he's going like, "Uh, I got a quesadilla." <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, I know." Uh, and then a diet coke. Why are you reviewing it? 
He does it, and then he was like, like holds up a croissant and goes like, I think uh, it's a uh, it's a uh, moon bread. Like, get out of here! You're a stranger in my bedroom. Get out! I came here to get away from people. Get out of here! I want the food to come in a tube. <laughs> what is your crazy person coming in here talking about? I don't know what uh, what about sitting down here makes you into Shrub. Yeah. <laughs> See, Spencer, that's what you got to do. Just interrupt. Yeah. Oh, wait, also, Rob Shrub is here, everybody. Rob Shrub. Rob, Rob, bring him out here. <laughs> he doesn't want to come out. Rob Shrub. <laughs> don't step on the books. No, we, no, we, we don't have enough people out here. He doesn't. Rob Schraub. <laughs> <laughs> I resent being told I was interrupting. I mean, are you going to do your song? Uh, yeah. But, okay. uh, Rob. Hello, Dan. <laughs> Hi, Rob. <laughs> um, can we hear the guitar? Or? I can, I can hear it fine from here. <laughs> That's why you brought me out, right? Yeah, yeah. You're the best at listening to guitars. Yeah. Do you hear it? Is it, you hear it out there? I hear it, I hear it. Check, one, two, check, check, one, two. I do that first? Yeah, you do that first. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We didn't plan this out. Uh, anyway, this is a song that comes in like uh, beginning of the third act. So you won't know what it's about, but it's kind of a pretty song. Uh, but something has happened to their family. How many something. acts are in this? Three acts, you know. <laughs> Thanks. What, Jeff? Oh. I, I was asked to have it by the sound department. Do, do you have volume control on your guitar? And if so, can you turn it up a bit? It's all up. Let's hear that. How's that? Is there something wrong with it? It's a new guitar. No, they, they just they just wanted it louder for the uh, for the audio. Right, I know. I say turn up a little bit more. Well, no, it can't go up. Oh, okay. Just hit it harder. They just. Should we all? Come but it's back a pretty later? song. Like the entire audience, should we all come back later? <laughs> I thought you made fun of him, not me. I like you. Dino's book is now $17, everybody. $17. Thank God. If it gets any cheaper, we're going to have to print 2,000 more. <laughs> the nice thing is that you can, uh, you've got all the, the broken box, but you've got all these books you can build a new box out of. <laughs> and then you can, you can take the returns home in that. I really hate my life. Look, there's some good... Uh, yeah. Do you yeah, want to tell them you want to set up the song at all? Do you want to? Do you well, want me to? Yeah, you think you should. I don't, well, I don't know. I don't want to spoiler alert it for everyone who's not going to buy it. <laughs> I, but I don't know if the song will resonate like you want it to if they don't know what's going on. Yeah. Let's well, really get to the bottom of this. <laughs> <laughs> Let's really think, th think this through. Yeah. It's about right? pregnancy. Oh, uh, you're not going to help. You just want to, you're just going to yell at us. Okay. Yes. It's not, a, it's not a spoiler to say it's about pregnancy, right? It's about pregnancy. Something happens to their baby. <laughs> it lives? <laughs> On what page? That so like two me. things babies do. <laughs> One of them is they, they grow up to be people. 
There's a lot of things that could go wrong with a baby. Uh, that reminds me of a story. You know that story about my friend? I was watching a, a movie, Outlaw Jesse Wales, with my friend, and my brother was there, and he had seen it. And at one point, my friend asked my brother, uh, does this character die? And I'm like, don't whisper it to him. I don't want to know. So my brother whispers if he died or not. And then we start watching some more, and my friend turns to him and says, when? <laughs> when does he keep living? <laughs> that, that story's so funny, I've already told it when you weren't here. Oh. <laughs> I've actually already told Hey, it's still got a big laugh. No, care. yeah, they don't care. <laughs> okay. okay. So, it's a pretty song. I'm, I'm probably going to screw it up. So. Why, what do you want? I, what? I Why start. sing this as well at the end? You sing everything I gave you. <laughs> okay. I'm so mad at you right now. All right. <laughs> I start right now. Yes. Ba, ba, black sheep. Shout, and now you're so quiet. He's dead. You failed, and that takes away all your squeal. It's really not the end, Trent, but don't deny it. Although you're feeling nothing, still I know how you feel. You were young, so young, you couldn't have known better. I want you to know that I'm not mad You are my son, Trent And I am your father Though I know you'll never hear it You can just call me dad Trent, Black Trent, sheep, have you Did you wool? feel neglected? Yes It or anything, so we should all. I think we should all nod like Muppets after they finish singing. <laughs> <laughs> so that song's inside the comic book. Well, here's the thing, Spencer. Thank you. Uh, there's uh, there's a website that you go. You can all hear it for free if you want, and then buy the. And the book is now only fifteen ninety nine. Oh my God! It's a steal. I swear to God, I'll go buy that fifteen ninety nine. Careful. Uh, $15.99. F let's make it $15. I don't have change. Well, now uh, it's getting close to the ticket price for Richie Keen's movie, Fist Fight, which comes out. Look at on you. Look at Friday. you. I think it, you could even get some popcorn for that money. Hi, Richie. Sorry. Sorry. It's all good. It just went really dark, bro. <laughs> really dark. I was like when Ona Ryder at the SAG Awards listening to that thing when she's like, what? What's that? What's the speech? I know it's about a dead ba baby, but it's also not 
as funny as you think it is. Uh, it's not shock humor. No. no. Right? It's not shock humor. Use the mic. Say no. No. Ah. It's very funny. Uh, and kind of touching. And yes, and moving. Jesus. And it's about hope. Yeah. Yes. This is going to be the worst. You know how, uh, like, in... And when you're playing football uh, as a kid and, like, the suckers walk back to the other side of the... Uh, forget it. Give me, this is give gonna me be the a worst, log line on the book. This What's is going to be the, the worst line? suckers walk back to my apartment with all of these books. Dino, listen. It's yeah. a great book. It's a great play, and it will be a great movie. Thanks, Scotty. And, 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 I, I needed you. And you're giving them away at $12 a book. <laughs> God damn it! All right, $12. You'll never get them at 12 anywhere anywhere else. What if you... You're going to see them here, like, out on a shelf for five bucks next... What if you scoop them up, take them out, start setting up to sell them for the after-the-show rush? That's what I'm going to do. Or you, then, um, you want, oh, you want to get rid of me now? I, I want right. my chair back. All right. <laughs> All right. I feel like I was going to say something, but no, that's okay. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Gino Stamatopoulos. I was going to play like walk-off music, but you have to put a guitar away, <laughs> fix your book box. Oh, yeah, that thing. Scott Asset and Britta Phillips, everybody. Yeah. Uh -huh, nice. Britta just stole one of your books. Oh, I'll get that for you, buddy. Jesus oh. Christ. I'm doing my intern job again, my intern job, right. cleaning up after Dino. That's good, though. When a, when a mic drops, that means something good happens. All right, Shrap, take a seat. Shrab, go park it out there. All right, Shrab. Rob Shrab. <laughs> Front and center. Britta, Britta, you want to stay out with us? You, you want my brother-in-law edited uh, your movie, Matt Freund. Oh, my God. I love Matt Freund. Yeah. I did we, were both for, we were both first-time uh, feature guys, and yeah. we were like on a stakeout for eight months in a room together. He's fantastic. He's, he's very talented and Absolutely. wonderful. Little inside baseball, but I do love the man. Mm. Yes, and and he edited Kumail's Meltdown show. Correct. Oh. Uh, Correct. Who's also in Fist Fight? Yes. February seventeenth. Kumail Nanjiani. Great. Kumail's movie is really great. Have you seen The Big Sick? Yet? I haven't seen it. No. It's super great. But has anybody edited. seen it? Yeah. How do you see it? Were you the you were at Sundance. Sundance at it? Yeah. Mm. It, well, I, yeah. But how did I see you, it? Yeah. He got me into a screening. Okay. Well. Okay. All right. <laughs> You guys, I, I, I just got a text from Dino. He's now going to pay you $4 for every book. <laughs> <laughs> He's giving away them, and y you get $4. I swore I would say whatever you did. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you said $7? <laughs> uh he, he, he hates his book and money. <laughs> so... I'm working with, uh, you know, I'm, I'm slowly writing a book for, uh, for, for Double Day, and I'm, uh, I, uh, I have a friend who's uh, helping me on it, and they, uh, they have a, ki a kid in a third-grade class, and this is the, uh, I just wanted to share this because I thought it was funny. 
This is the list of essay topics that the kids generated for a third grade English class. These are the list of essay topics. These are third graders coming up with their own essay topics. The, 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 for, for the children. So they pick their own. They're told, you know, this is what an essay is. And then, okay, you got to think of a topic. And then these would be the title of and the... These are third graders coming up with their own essay topics. Yes. For essays they'd right. like to write. And they're, they're in the third grade. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh... Shrub has become Ed McMahon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you should help the homeless. The government should help the homeless. Uh, those two are going to get married. Uh, wolves should be thought of more. <laughs> People should have more kids. No. So kids are like, no. uh, they're like, well, they're, they're biased. Yeah. I mean, yeah, right, 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 right. they don't know that they're going to be adults and being like, what are those kids yeah. doing? Like, We're great. That's a conflict of interest. Yeah, they just. Yeah. I, I should have an, I should have a sister. Yeah. They just want. They just think if enough people have kids, they'll be able to take over. Right. Uh, kids should not bring devices on the bus. Uh, everyone should get a kitten. <laughs> Uh, you should go snorkeling. You should. <laughs> it's fucking awesome. I, I love think. snorkeling. Uh, I love kittens. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Sorry. Yep. yep. Sweatshirt. He does have me up to get this because he didn't have a bit to do. <laughs> <laughs> you can stay, Scott, if you like. You want to stay and join us? Yeah, Scott's right. going to stay. <laughs> Although, Dino's book price went back up to $14. Hey! I've got uh, Dino's phone. We can start calling famous people. <laughs> can we call Adam Sandler? <laughs> yeah, when he calls, it just goes... <laughs> <laughs> These are third-grade essay topics picked by third-graders, Third-grade essay topics. Uh, we're about a quarter of the way through the list. Right. <clears throat> these are written by third grade, grade children. Children. They have chosen oh, their these own are, these essay are not topics. The essay. These, these are the titles of the essay. <laughs> yes. So you would know which essay you're talking about. Yeah. Without reading the whole essay, you could just do the title first. Yeah. I like everyone gets a kitten. Uh, so far, I don't. I disagree. like a lot of them. I think I Herbert think. Hoover ran on that same platform. Yes. <laughs> I don't disagree with anything that these kids are saying, uh, except for more kids. There is too much junk food, comma, and you should eat less junk food. <laughs> that person's going to write for Breitbart. Yeah. <laughs> uh, was, he, was he speaking directly to you, Dan? I don't, I don't, I don't, every, <laughs> everybody should do rhythmic gymnastics. Okay. Okay, All you right. lost I'm me. not inclined to disagree with you, that. You it's lost a beautiful me. sport. I, I, think, I think that kid was coached by her yeah. mom or his yeah. mom. I'd rather watch people do that than snorkel. I mean, if you watch people snorkel, all you see is a fucking straw right. floating around. Hey, don't you hate it when you see like a, an ad of people saying why they don't like Trump and really cogent arguments against Trump, and then they end it with like a kid saying a really articulate thing about why Trump shouldn't be the president? Because it undermines everything. Because the kid has just been coached, and you just feel like all oh, the adults have been coached, and none of it has any real authenticity. I haven't seen I haven't seen these ads. Where are we, where are we advertising Trump not being president? Oh, these are ads I made. Oh. <laughs> I like the one. There's one clip of a little girl, in, a little girl in Scotland's interview, and she goes, "Trump is a cunt." <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I mean, I, I like that kid that set the fire. That's Drew Carey's kid. You Drew Carey's <laughs> child. Well, I mean, like, it's not his child. He, he adopted the, the boy. Like, hey, yeah. young man, what's going on with this fire? Uh, I set it. <laughs> I set this fire because I fucking wanted to. <laughs> Wait, 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 what did he say about Trump? That Trump can go fuck himself? Like he said, like, he's like yeah. the, pre the president's a piece of... All right. Uh, you what, what are we doing here? These are essays, essay topics written by third yeah, yeah. grade got it, got English got it, got it. students. Well played. Got it, got it, got it. Rob, uh, Rob, refresh us on the, on the uh, premise right now, please. Okay, these are titles. These are the titles that they chose. They chose. They, they broke, didn't write them. No, they haven't written the essays yet. They haven't written the They've essays. They've submitted these essay titles. I'm, I imagine there's another round of... These are the children... Yeah. Okay. The third graders themselves, they pick their own essay topics. You Got know, it. in my day, you'd be told, you need to write an essay about Harriet Tubman. Oh, well, you know, now we're more interactive. These kids are going to break off. Guy knocked gonna... that camera. Yeah, he did. Ooh. Now, it, um, it's Spencer's profile. Yeah, that. I don't want to be on film anymore anyway. All right. All right. Can we uh, do it digitally then? Okay. I bet the audience will figure out how to get it back. I don't know. Kevin, you want that fixed? I had a feeling nope. he would be here. I'm a Chris. There's our trick, Chris trick, technician, trick nation, Chris Baruff. Okay, Chris back, Baruff. back to back to back to back to work. All right, we Rob, got some, we got some, we got some Chris Baruff fans again, in the back. These are titles. All right, these are titles that third grade English students came up with for the, the essays they'd like to write. The English students came up with. The, uh, <laughs> uh, you should go to Universal Studios. <laughs> you shouldn't. You don't want it. Yeah. Yeah. Get a little butterbeer, maybe. But, yeah. but what 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 better needed essay then? If we right. all like, disagree, you know, like, like let's have this kid like let's uh, let's give I them their, read their the time in the pulpit. Essay about that. Uh, we need more sushi. That's a good point. Yeah, I, did, I love that a third grader is an expert in sushi, though. Yeah. <laughs> Especially living in Los Angeles, there's one thing that we're really lacking is enough sushi restaurants. Yeah. These all sound like corporate interests. They're also like, like, like they all work for these conglomerates. The they, they all work for Big Kitten. <laughs> I should be on a basketball team. <laughs> oh my God! Right. Well then, put that okay. pencil down, my friend. Uh, you're on a one-way <laughs> train to no sports town. Uh, I should get a new bike. Okay. This guy, yeah, he just mistook it for a Santa list. So yeah. I should get an iPhone. I should get more room for my toys. Now, there's a little a little twist there. Brent Brentwood kid. That is a spoiled kid. Yeah. Yeah. They don't even want more toys. They yeah. want more toy storage. Yeah. 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 Uh, I need to annex my sister's room to store my toys. Uh, I should get a dog. We're in a rut here of kids. That's I think the they're all looking the at each other going, what is an essay topic? And they're like, it's shit you get. Hey, Dan. Dan, read those last to you like you're a really depressed guy. Uh, <laughs> I should be on a basketball team. <laughs> like you haven't achieved anything and you know it. <laughs> I should get a new bike. <laughs> I should get an iPhone. I should get more room for my toys. Should get a dog. <laughs> uh, You're just staring out the window. 
Okay, this one I don't understand. Uh, I'll, I'll clear it up. More people should be on DJ Lug. I've been um, saying this for years. Sounds sounds like something. Sounds like a, a, a radio station that somebody. Listens. It could be the word league without the e on the end. No more people should be DJ on league? DJ League. If this school has a DJ League, I'm gonna kill myself. <laughs> I was on their side a minute ago. Uh, <laughs> criminals should be caught on videotape. <laughs> <laughs> Now, very few people on the other side of that issue. The problem is all the innocent people <laughs> caught on videotape, my, my child. Uh, but if you're saying eyewitness accounts are unreliable and police should have body cams, maybe we're maybe that's what they overheard their parents saying. Uh, oh, okay. All right. third grade children. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How old are you in third grade? Yeah. You're nine, nine years old? Where, 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 where are these uh, kids now? <laughs> they're they're, they're, they're bring him on, bring him up. They're they're sleeping. I they're sleeping. They're, they're surrounded by kittens and dogs and snorkeling all over and the goddamn iPods. Place. Oh oh shit! I'm sorry. This uh, the the, the, in, the it looked like these were two different things. Uh, no, the full thing is criminals should be caught on videotape because eyewitness cannot be trusted. Wow. Oh. And that little boy grew up to be Big Brother. Right. <laughs> yeah, or, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, the, how he, is, he how wrote is, that when he, when he was a little brother. How is I spelled? Uh, eyewitness? Yeah, how is it? Is With, it like, I or is it? No, it's spelled like the... Oh, okay. Spelled like the... Because eyewitness. <laughs> no, that, no, no, no. You just didn't know how to spell that, Rob? Eyewitness. What's that? You just didn't know how to spell? <laughs> no. Why do you think I came here tonight? Uh, I should get a pet. Spelled how? Hack. Uh, Kids already burning up that dog topic. Uh, You should stop littering. A little judgy. Uh, Dance is the best. Dance is the best. Uh, Sometimes you gotta dance it out. Dance should be caught on videotape. Basketball is the world's best sport. And hockey is the best sport. I assume that last kid will beat up the kid above him. And <laughs> all right, yeah, those were third grade essay topics third grade. from a real. That's kind of a desk piece. Yeah, I want to. I want to get those essays though. I want to see what they became. How did you? How did you uh, get a hold of those? I am friends with a person who I'm working with that is the, their kid is in this third grade class and their teachers. I'm hearing a lot of fun stories. I, the, the teachers, whenever we have name them on this... one fun story. Whenever, we, whenever. Just we, name it. Just name it. What is the title? What are the titles for this fun story? If you're a teacher and you are a fan of the show, is this the title? I'd love you to come on the show. I'm always begging these people. Like I beg this uh, uh, person, this teacher, because she she's written some stuff. Like like she she sends out an email to the parents and like the stuff that she says about. Teaching. Name one thing she says. I can't, I if, don't you're not have, gonna, I don't, if you're not going to name a story. I don't have it. I'm just you don't t- have take it. my word for it that she's an admirable person. Are there oh. any teachers in the audience? We can't see you, so say something. Well, we don't want to. It'll be some guy going, I lied. Buy my fucking sponge that I make for washing yeah. your car. It might be Dino. <laughs> but it'll be a sponge that keeps you from slitting your wrists. It'll be, I can't kick him off stage. Remember when Dino came out with a box full of books and pretended the box broke so all the books spilled out across the floor and tried to elicit our pity so we would buy his book? 
In entertainment news, did you guys know that this this guy Taika, it's now $17. Taika, Taika Waititi he signed on to direct uh, uh, this uh, crazy stop motion movie about Michael Jackson's chimp? Like I read that movie. Talk about career suicide, am I right? <laughs> but we wish him the best of luck with his new feature project, Bubbles, uh, produced by Starburns Industry. It's my studio. Is why I brought it up. I know. Ooh. All right. <laughs> All right. Anyway, lashed out at me with you're those making that movie. Claws. I read that script. It's amazing. Yeah, it man. Is, yeah. Oh, it's so good. It really is. Yeah. yeah. N- now that hopefully it's being more set up, we should have, we'll have the writer on in coming months, maybe, or and we'll have the director on. We'll we'll have the monkey on, maybe. They'll rip off your face. <laughs> those things will rip your face off. Yeah. And testicles. Uh, so don't. Don't mess with them. Sure. Rob, okay, what, yeah. what animal, if you had to yeah. encounter in the, in the wild, in its own natural environment, would you be, would you be most terrified to encounter? Like, like if which one? Well, yeah, which, which particular species of animal? Man. <laughs> I was seriously a chimpanzee, right? Because it's like... A, 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 a human will shoot you or blow you up. A lion will just fucking eat you and eviscerate you. But uh, these, what we know of chimps is that they will They'll peel dress your up face like off. cowboys and then they'll rip your face off. Uh, yeah, they'll ride a tricycle on the Tonight yeah. Show and then you'll be like, hey, can I have the tricycle back? And they'll be like, I'm not sure. I went through puberty an hour ago. So, nope, nope. Pop. Peel. Now it's my face. Uh, now I'm going to whip your jaw you around off. like a ceiling fan yeah. because my my little tiny monkey arms are stronger than yes. a fucking tank. Let Spencer, who do you think? Bite off the, your fingers. Well, Spencer, what 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 do you uh, animal would you say is the most formidable if if you had to encounter them? Which would be more terrifying for you? Yeah, man, man, <laughs> they got guns. You'd rather go one on one with a man than like a leopard? Yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah, I would rather go one on one with a man. <laughs> Than a leopard. No, like just, hanging out, like just going out, like going out on a top, buying shoes and any any encounter. Window shopping. Probably better with a man than a leopard. No, uh, you said man was the most dangerous. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying, but you. Is there I like don't a think the question has thing? been posed yeah, very yeah, he's, clearly. No, he means cheetah. He's. He mean, there's we, multiple questions yeah. flying around. Yeah, no, you know no, no one has been clear on what the question is. The, que- the question yeah. wasn't what are you more scared of. The question was like, like, like what are yeah. you asking? What, what would be the, uh, the the last animal you'd want to go one on one with? Like the one that you would be most afraid to, oh, a to hippo. face. <laughs> yeah, hippos you can't kill, stop a hippo. Hippos I kill feel more like a, than than sharks. Yeah, I feel like if I, if, I don't know. I mean, if if a lion's like, I'm gonna kill this guy. He's probably gonna kill you. But like, if a lion's like, I might kill this guy, and you stab him in the eye or something, he might fuck off. You never know. But like a hippo, oh man, you're dead. You're fucking dead. I hear terrible things about geese. <laughs> <laughs> Well, what are your sources? Uh, anyone who's ever been golfing tells me that, that uh, a They're goose mean. almost took their face off. Mm-hmm. They, they don't got strong jaws, let me tell you that. They will bite you till the cows come home, but it won't hurt that bad. Spencer, you've been bitten by a geese? Yeah. And you have cows? By a geese. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they, come, they saved the day. <laughs> I was fucked. 
Have you been bitten by a goose? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I used to go to like duck ponds and stuff and feed animals. And yeah, geese are the super aggressive. They got weird, weird. Yeah. They bit you? Yeah. Well, tell Where? us. Tell Where? us. A, tell us a, 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 a classic goose what, bite. What story. part of your body did they bite you? <laughs> to, and, the and describe it slowly. The hands. <laughs> they bit me on the hands. <laughs> I know. Like, because you had duck food in your Yeah, hands? so you feed... Yeah. <laughs> One time, me and my friends were hanging out behind a Costco, and we found that they threw out more than 40 fresh loaves of bread because they got the new bread in, but they weren't bad breads, presumably. So we got 40 loaves of bread and went to the duck pond. <laughs> it was good. I think we you were guys just, were probably stoned. We were... <laughs> No, we were definitely stoned, but that's not... But so, we were making it rain. We were like slices and slices. Just fl flooding the water. It was probably bad for the local environment. But uh, no, you know, they, they were all loving it. I used to feed ducks and animals a lot, like at Duck Pond. In Simi Valley, there wasn't a lot to do. There was uh, a big duck pond that you could go to, all sorts of animals. And so sometimes you'd feed them. But yeah, the geese are the most aggressive, so they'd come and they'd kind of swarm you. And they'd really get, like, they, they, they put their necks up like they're, like, trying to, like, square up with you. To get food from you? Yeah, like, they're, they know you have food and they're trying to bully you. That's crazy. That seems like so... I think they're territorial, too, though. Yeah, they're, and, and they're stupid. Like, they're just really angry and, and dumb. Like, they don't like a care. really loathsome animal trait. Like, 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 like there's... I, you know, there's animals. I understand animals coming at you and maybe scaring you because right. they want the food. But like an animal that's like like being mean to you because it wants your food. What a dick. Yeah, they're not they're not nice. I, geese are geese are lame, man. Wow. Yeah. They'll wow, bite way to you. bring it down, bro. Yeah. This whole thing. Just I wonder if swans down. are are like that. I mean, isn't a swan just like a just like a like a fancy goose? I think. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, man. What about those swans, man? Yeah, what about the swan? Check out the swan. Ever if a swan ever try to get your bread, man? <laughs> no, no. No, but the, these swans. I feel like they don't get close. The swans, or no. I haven't seen them. I don't know. No. What the do you guys think about like you know how in hotels? Like, you room know, service. Like, fucking like, room service. Like, no matter how much or how little uh, snacks are, uh, are 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 available, the Snickers bar is like the Gideon Bible of the hotel snacks. Always there. So I wonder, is that like a corporate uh, toehold? Completely that's gotta be, unrelated. That, that's got to be based on demand, though, right? That's got to be somehow. Nope. That's got to be demand. That's it's like the that, generic candy it's not bar. That popular. I bet if you pulled candy bars, Snickers is number one. Yeah, it's sure. the one so that you can count on. So how come there's not like a bunch of like snockers and snookers right. and like 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 these ripoffs? Like how much? How, like wait wait like, like like how come there's not like there's there's not really a lot of candy bars that are very close to Snickers? I wonder if there's like you don't a fuck weird with that Mars Candy Bar Corporation squatting. <laughs> like like they, yeah like they just like if you try to add a certain amount of nougat to something they go like uh -huh, uh, we invented <laughs> right, right. that and you're like I can't have nougat and they're right. like you can't have nougat I think yeah. they invented nougat so yeah I'm sure. I, I think I think nougat's kind of a gray area too what what what, what actually can like, comprises well, nobody nougat? Knows yeah, what's what chewy and delicious and that's all we know don't know chewy and delicious talking about nougat yeah. you eat it and then you get a new gut. <laughs> Uh, no, that's great. That's a great <laughs> joke. <laughs> yeah. If Dino, you're talking D to Dino's, a child. Dino's books are back down to $13 because of that. <laughs> <laughs>
All right, but they're back to fifteen dollars. All right, uh, well, here I we go. I talked about P. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and cum. Mm-hmm. Talked about cum. But mm-hmm. Snickers are really satisfying. They're the fucking best. Oh, man, they're a meal. I ate one on the way here. I'm oh going to have a good. late dinner Hey, Dan, tonight, do you remember but... when you and I had a deep-fried Mars bar in Scotland? That was fucking good. He yeah, I don't... I don't the, the, the myth of the deep-fried uh, common-day items, I'm going to put a little dent in that, if I could. Yeah. They don't exist. Well, <laughs> I, I, so, uh, oh, I'm going to have a, p- a deep-fried... It's a myth! I'm going to have a deep-fried whatever. I'm gonna, it, it comes out... A deep-fried peanut butter cup. It's a, it's a ball of, of fried... Bread or whatever the fuck they just, and you open it and it's just like it's just goop. Like, come on, it's let's get real about. What I seem doing. to recall you enjoying your deep fried Mars bar when we were really drunk in school. Well, sure, it's, yeah. it's delicious. Okay, uh, yeah, I'm not gonna eat that. So for, I won't eat that. Forensic files. It's goop in the uh, middle. <laughs> I'm not eating this. Excuse me, Miss. Will you please take this bath? No, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna eat yeah, I'm this. I'm not gonna throw it in the garbage. It's a it, bunch of hot, chocolatey mess. But it's not like it is not to my satisfaction. <laughs> I. It's melted on the inside. Well, we we put it in boiling oil, sir. Why did you do that? Why did you do that? Now five dollars gets you the video subscription. <laughs> So you know at the at the uh, you, you watch Forensic Files, you know they always have to close the episode because it's always sad. Someone got murdered, you know, and so they can't end it with just the people because they can't go like, "Yay, we solved the forensics!" Like, like, oh, like, like, hooray! I was stuck in a closet. <laughs> I was stuck in a closet. We thought you were murdered. No, I was stuck in a closet. I was so hot in there, and I've eaten a coat. I'm so. So they always, I'm stuck in a closet. That would have been a good episode. Yeah. They don't do that. But they never do that because they should do that. They should the, do it uh, once. The the uh, the second to last thing that happens is always the, uh, the stuck in the closet. The murdered people's families. They have to say like, oh, we're so sad they got murdered, and we we always hang out in their grave, and we always like miss them and stuff, and it sucks that they're dead. And but you can't end the episode like that. So then they always need this like, and I don't know how come they have just figured it out how to get people to say it. But it's I guess because it's hard for these cops and stuff because it always has to be like a cop that says it, and they're not. You know, look if you're a cop and you're listening and you're a genius, like I, email me. But but like <laughs> like I, I, I like like I I the you know, like I'm just saying, there's been like, there's been court cases about the fact that they screen you for a high IQ and and and, and not in the positive side. Like they they, they they're like because you tend to quit and waste taxpayers' money. But but so these cops are kind of like you know, and they and then so then they are like they, they you want to close the episode with them saying they just need to say that forensics like were important, and so they're always like they're just like the music is rising up and it's like sometimes it takes them a really long time. Like they're going like this. This was a case that where a person definitely did a bad thing and like it wasn't good and but and they they would have gotten away. I mean, the police did everything they could, but they could have they could have not done as much, but if it weren't if it weren't for 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 science. You can just you just like sense the this is kind of yeah. funny. It's just sort of like a thing I wanted to talk about. 
I just I watch every episode of Forensic Files and I'm always like waiting for that part at the end where somebody's just like like you they're almost getting played off. You hear like the theme music coming up and they're just like like the, the this is a guy who's a bad guy. Say science. Guy. Say science. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Say they're it. like waiting. Like, they just want him to say say like no. Uh, you, and you can tell that the way they start their quotes, like you can tell the interviewers are asking them like, so do you think forensic science was crucial to this investigation? And they go yes. <laughs> they go, but can you repeat? <laughs> yeah, they go, can you put? Can you make the question part of the answer? And so they go like, I definitely think forensic science was important because when you have when you have a crime you and, and and then the and then the police are, you know we do we do things and and then but obviously that that poof that 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 uh that swab from her vagina like that was that that really tied it up later on Jimmy Kimmel <laughs> uh I, the, the forensic files guy the the voiceover guy he's always, he, he I, I don't like that guy because he's, he's always out of breath he's like and then a, a guy came in. No, come on, and, he's the uh, best. And, and 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 then the door was opened. How do you uh, not? Uh, what, that, uh, guy, that guy is oh. the show. How do you not like that guy? But I you don't like, like forensic the, files. I don't like the guy. He's I like trying to bring some energy to the situation. They're know, dead I, people. I, it, it's a story about a person that got slashed to pieces. Yeah. There's energy already. What he's I excited. Like, what I like about that guy is that me. he picks it up at the end when they get to the point where they're like finally conclusively approved what the murder is, and then he get, the guy has to describe the murder. So out of empathy, he starts amping it up. He or he's hit. the guy who did it, and he's really panicked. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. he's, what, what his he heart is beating a million miles that, in a second. That, that'd be the greatest serial killer of all time who hosts his own show. <laughs> like, this arsonist always goes back to the seat, like, watches the fire burn with the, with the fire department. So, science has proven that that guy did it, and, uh, oh. and uh, join us next oh. week, and we're gonna get that little girl's killer. <laughs> oh, she's not dead yet, but we'll get her! <laughs> They also, during the recap, they incorporate all of the things like that yeah. they found forensically, so they make it sound like the person doing the crime did all these really weird, specific microscopic things, like pulling into the driveway, angry about his girlfriend. He got out of the car, and as he did, his fingertips touched the edge of the door, leaving the grease stains later found by police. He yanked her hair, pulled her down the driveway, leaving a slight trail of g grease and dandruff <laughs> that the dog would lick up and that the, uh, the dog pathologist would find in the dog's intestines. I don't know, I'm not making my point clear. I don't know what my... But hey, it, has but science advanced so far that we can find dead people's dandruff in a dog's intestines? They had a really sad dog one that would have really bummed you out. Dog got... Because I'm the only one that... Likes dogs? Yeah. No, it's a the dog. You're the only one that like during our fascist takeover you're like still tweeting like, you said don't forget last to, week. Take a, to, to adopt a dog. last week. Uh, Last week you said this. there was a dog that got that got shot, but then the dog got the dog got shot, and then he still at the end he got he tried to still he got shot and then he was like out of commission for a little bit and then the way that the guy got caught he was a Samoan gangster named Sabo Claus. Uh, <laughs> I just, those gangs must be scary. We've talked about that, like Cactus Bunch and stuff. Like, like, like if you're, if you, like these gangs, so when those those gangs that have like silly names, like you're, oh man, they must fucking just, like, I guess he was like in a Hannibal Lecter dolly in the court, and it was just like, I want to do it more. <laughs> but Sabo Claus got busted only because the dog that he shot, his name was Chief. Um, he got shot in the shoulder. Dogs have shoulders, and he like. And then he, he hung out for a little bit, and then, like, while his owners got killed. 
And then he, at the end, he was still like, fuck you, and like ran, and he got shot at close enough range that there was enough misting of the dog blood that Sable Claws is now in prison. Jeez. Fuck Sable Claws. <laughs> yep. But not, you know, not because he's Samoan, because he's a gangster. So I'm going to make that clear. Samoans, Samoans have provided us with a lot of like wonderful uh, people. Yes. Dwayne The Rock Johnson, I think, is one of them, maybe. What are some of the inventions that Samoans <laughs> made in history? Like, famous inventions. They have a good cookie. That's the cookie? Yeah, it's a good... The cookie's good. I get good. it every year. Yeah. Well, a lot of people don't know that Ben Franklin's key was Samoan. <laughs> to his... To his... To his desk? To his desk. <laughs> I mean, who asked that? That sounds like a, that's something you ask on a racist website. Who did Samoans provide for us? I found I'm cracking the case. What did Harriet Tubman invent? <laughs> maybe she didn't get a chance. You know, maybe Thomas Edison, when he was born, he was given like a bunch of uh, light bulb assembly kits. We don't know. Hey, guys, we only have a couple minutes left. you want to... Uh, Zach just informed me he's got a new beat that we haven't heard before. Do you want to you, you right. try this out? Yeah. Also, right. uh, before we do that, um, I just got this sign created by Dino, and I filled in the price. Suggested Jeff Davis value of the, of the book Trent, the uh, graphic novel. Final price. I, I chose this. $21. Trent, the world's first... <laughs> Why is everything in quotes? <laughs> Musical graphic novel. Meet Dino outside if you want a $21 graphic novel by Dino Stamatopoulos. And uh, drawn by Leah Tashoni, right? Yeah. All right, yeah. yeah well, you Dude, never, you'll you, take 16, won't you? Or best offer. <laughs> and, and, Scott, and Scott and Britta are going to be signing, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Don't talk to anyone until you get back there. <laughs> Don't give it away, he's saying. Don't give it away. Do you want to... Uh, Take your guitar out again? Okay, good. All right. <laughs> All right, Zach, lay that beat on us. Let's get the fuck out. Fist Fight opens I appreciate the 17th. You, thank you for having me. Ice Cube and Charlie Day. Tracy Morgan. Kumail. Kumail's in it. Isn't Jillian? Jillian, Jillian yeah. Bell. Jillian, Jillian Bell. Very yeah. funny. Yeah. Dean yeah. Norris from Breaking Bad. Yeah. Yo, I fucked your mama. Check, check. I fucked your mama. Me, 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 Arrow going behind her eyes. She, all she could see was the back of my dick because she was using the back of her eyeballs to look at shit. That's how eyeballs work. They work on both sides. They're orbs. And when you open them twice as wide, you can see 360,000 degrees and you see all that humanity is on its knees because we've been abusing the planet, abusing our air. We've got a hole in the ozone layer up there. I fucked your mama in the space station. I fucked her so hard that she was in celebration of, of my penis and my balls. I fucked your mama and we went over Niagara Falls. We got married 
in Canada. I fucked your mama, bruh. <laughs> yo, yo, yo. I fucked your mama. I fucked your mama. I fucked your mama. I fucked your mama. My name is. Wait, wait. My my name is. Okay, here we go. Yeah. Look. My name. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. My name is Deep Voice Paul. I fucked more than y'all. I fucked with a leather ball. And it hurts. I got gold. I got a lot of gold. I eat rich foods. When I'm in bad moods With dudes I get together with a lot of bad dudes When we get in bad moods And eat a lot of rich foods We got the gout And we never get out We like to eat rich chocolate Heavy creams and sauces My name is Deep Voice Paul I eat my feelings I've been in bed with a bag of bonbons Thank you for coming to Harmontown, everybody. <laughs> Let's hear it for Rob Schraub. <laughs> Dino Stambatopoulos. <laughs> Buy his book or don't. Richie Keen, everybody. <laughs> Richie Keen. Richie Keen. Britta Phillips. <laughs> Spencer, Spencer Cretton, and of course, Scott Hansen. Scott Hansen. I'm Jeff Davis. Your man, of course, is Dan Harmon. Zach McKeever on the beach back there. Hell yeah. Steve Levy. All right, y'all. Go to harmontown.com to find out information about that thing we're doing Thursday. It's in Burbank, and, and, it's, and it's free, and you'll just be helping us and having a... It'll be a party. It won't be work. All right, thanks for coming. Drive fast. Take chances.